the sandwich. <sighs> well, God, this couch feels a little bit empty. It does. Yeah. It's going to be – It's guys, we're sort of report, but it's an, a bit of an empty sandwich today. Yep. There's no uh, – We're one ingredient down. There's no tea in BLT today, and that makes me very sad because that means for me that I have to talk on my own fucking podcast. Yeah. That was a test. And you okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Tyler's in <laughs> – the T's in T-ville at the moment. Yeah. He was on a plane with Bob Catter the other day. So That's when you know you're flying to Queensland. when Because uh, like he sent a chat into the, he sent a thing to the group chat. He's like, oh, I wasn't sure which plane I was on and where I was going. And then you see that Akubra on the flight. Dude, he's gone to Townsville so much that he's seen Bob Catter twice in about three months. That's pretty good. That's too much North Queensland, I think. Yeah, I think he's seen Bob Catter more than... People get torn to pieces by crocodiles in northern Queensland. <laughs> um, we are back. Uh, I should. I should probably just say um, I am the L. I'm. Oh, my name's Luke, and I represent the uh, the Le- Lama. The Lama. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my name's Blake, and I am the. Babushka in BLT. Oh, there's a bunch of little Blakes in you? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> God. God, and that's a treat for anyone to open up, I think. Yeah, we just touched down uh, from Tassie about an hour or so ago. Went straight into the podcast because the hustle grind mindset never stops. Mm. We're like, um, we just don't talk about Instagram, you know. We set our alarms this morning for... What, what, it was brutal, 8.30 a.m. Yeah, it was pretty rough. Yeah, only two hours later than a normal functioning member of society. (laughs) (laughs) So this morning we were almost in the ballpark of a human, which was crazy for us. Yeah, and then um, I tried to like do like normal human breakfast and then I went to like Hudson's Cafe and I saw a $9 cookie monster cookie. Yeah, dude, Blake's balling, man. Reese got one as well though. And that's what I was. That's why I got pressured into it because I was like, oh, "That's a good looking cookie." I mean, I saw that nine dollar cookie. Obviously, airport foods overpriced. We all know that. I saw that nine dollar cookie in the little display, and I was like, "I do pretty well," and that's out of my price price range. Yeah. Well, I just make bad financial decisions. You just make bad decisions. we went to get lunch before up at my local shops and i was like oh are you gonna get lunch and and blake says yes i will get lunch and then i get a meat pie which is like a lunch meal i guess Mm. and blake's like oh can i have a cream donut thanks (laughs) and then i was like oh cool you must be getting that for after lunch and then he's she's like is that all and he goes yep yeah i also got a red powerade but i've chosen to put it on the bench for this episode because i didn't want to fucking spill it all over myself. Yeah, this last episode. week you were swimming in it. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Tyler's not here, but that's okay. The, the show must go on without him. Mm-hmm. He will be missed. Um, let's, but we can try to re- re- recreate his essence. Um, oh, oh I, don't, I don't know any peculiar Elton John songs though. So I don't know. Is how that what he usually does? Yeah, I don't even clock that because I don't know any peculiar Elton John songs. Yeah, I can name five. Yeah. I think I've done it before on the pod. You probably I think you did it like episode two. Yeah, and I've already forgotten them. Yeah. No, I know I'm still standing, Rocket Man, Tiny Dancer. Your There's song. another one. Huh? Your song? 
Yeah, I've heard of it, but I wouldn't. Oh, and there's the Zanz- Zanzibar man. Something? No? I don't know. What's Zanzibar? Is Zanzibar a song? No? Maybe. I usually look at Tyler for these things. God, I miss him. Fuck. Um, <laughs> he would have been able to confirm that. <laughs> I like, we, were, we couldn't even get – we were trying to scramble for maybe people who could fill in today, but, you know, the the, the barrel was pretty empty Yeah, because well. we're the unemployed friends on a Monday. Yeah. Like I asked uh, Joseph Green, another comedian, I was like, hey, we're doing a podcast in three hours. Can you make it to mine? This is when we were on the plane in Tasmania. <laughs> And he was like, uh, no, I'm, I have things on until 5.30. And I was like, oh, he's become a human. And look, like, I'm sure Meg would have been ready and available. But look, honestly, calling this podcast BLM for an episode maybe doesn't have a good ring to it. No, well, I mean, I, I think it would be, I, I don't know. I think a lot, like it would have been trendy a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah, would have. Um, the, <laughs> we would have been trending on Twitter for a while <laughs> if we hadn't have done that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, well, Meg stuck out anyway. That's the yeah. <laughs> dude. We were like, oh, we were in front of her, like, ah, oh, yeah. I wonder if we could get anyone to fill in. And Meg's like, well, I'm gonna go to the shops. <laughs> Didn't even volunteer. Uh, that's but that's okay. right. The show goes on. Uh, we d- we have a lot to talk about. We have a who's the weirdo. Mm-hmm. Um, we I want to get to the bottom of this. You just you teed off quite loudly on the plane at a bunch of old people this yeah. morning. Well, not at them. I mean, around them. Yeah. You, within three meters of the people you were insulting. Yeah. You just didn't have the courage to make eye contact. Well, I just felt like I could say it to a certain decibel bell level because I knew they wouldn't hear it. Yeah. Well, we're sitting there getting off the plane and Blake just goes, oh, fuck, I hate old people. Yeah, well, they just stared around. Well, it's like the plane hasn't <laughs> even fuck, they haven't opened the fucking doors yet and they just all stand up like oh, 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 can you get me back off there I'm like just fucking sit Margaret yeah it's like you don't pretend like you have anything else better to be doing yeah oh what have you got a crossword waiting for you yeah <laughs> who, who wants to be a millionaire doesn't start till six relax oh sorry I didn't realise you're in such a rush to win your lamb shank at your local RSL <laughs> Jesus. but then I was like Blake like um, Reese and I were like oh dude just that was pretty loud but it started at the it started at the security gate at Launceston Airport because I'm not sure if you clocked it happening to you. I well, it kind of happened to both of us, but you were more in the line of fire when we <laughs> yeah. were getting our tubs and we were just picking up our stuff. And the dude next to us just like shoves his tub and pushes ours into like the end bay, and there was just every part of my just being that had to stop myself from just saying very loudly, "Oh no, that's fine. I'll just go." Fuck myself. You see, I clocked it and the guy nudged my elbow as he shoved my crate along. And mm. like to the point where I turned around and looked at him and he just went, oh, at me. And, I, and then I thought, who cares? He's going to die soon. Mm. Yeah. But Is that why you get so butthurt? Because you're like, oh, fuck, so am I. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what was the call you made? You made a call yesterday about it that was very good yeah. about being in- extinct. Oh, no, we're at, we're at uh, KFC after the show and we're talking about Tassie Devils because we're in Tassie. And uh, that, that they were, uh, our friend Whitey was telling us that they have them at the zoo and you can like mm. pat them. and But they're kind of like in danger because the Tasmanian tiger is extinct, but Tasmanian devils, if you don't know, it, are very endangered. And right. uh, uh, they were like, oh, yeah, you can pat them at the zoo. 
now. And I was like, oh, why would you ever want to pat or hold anything that's called a devil? And then Blake just jumps in and it leans over to me. What did you say? I was like, but you love patting me. I'm your cheeky little devil, aren't I? Yeah. And I said, that's true. And you're going to be extinct soon as well. <laughs> and really crushed the vibe of the game. <laughs> but I try and refrain to like one a week. It's a good call though. I'll pass it. Do you actually like be honest? Like you can, we can cut the jokes. Do you think it's funny or do you go like, oh, fuck. It, well, that one was good because it worked within the context of what we were talking about. You're able to slide it in mm. and it was correct. But, you know, like, and, but then like I'll finish a show and then at the meet and greet, like someone will just go, oh, stock, um, <laughs> because, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I won't, <laughs> co- I won't, <laughs> I'll cough on you. You'll probably die. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> um so if there's a bit of cleverness to it, sure. Yeah. But like, yeah, I've heard. I think I've heard most of them. So I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm pretty impressed when one gets me good. You know what I was thinking about the other day? It's quite a morbid thought. I've realised. But if I die suddenly, mm. I like in a horrible accident. I pray to God, you guys are like making jokes about it. Give it like 48 hours. Yeah. Like let it simmer. Mourn me like a bit, or not even like a day. I I think the, and then I want you guys like say if I die in a car crash or like no even something obscure like uh like I I don't know I die in a motorcycle accident and mm. then one day you see on the news like someone's else has had a motorbike crash and you, I want you guys to be on the couch like <laughs> Lukey's bloody come back from the dead dickhead you know like shit like that <laughs> yeah I I like I hope that people are mocking me after after I die you would hope so yeah um, um I, I'm trying to think I don't know when the yeah I'd probably I'm just trying to think how long I would give it <laughs> it's <laughs> forty five minutes because the the perfect thing yeah that maybe. Maybe because um, you can make a great one because I've you know I make make jokes all the time. So for for those who don't know, maybe you just tuned in for this week. Uh, Blake has cystic fibrosis. Yeah, um, he's not. Well, yeah, he is terminally ill. Yeah, but it's not. Is it? Is it a terminal illness? Uh, yeah. Well, there's no cure, right? So it's not. And it, well, it's it's also classed as degenerative. Yeah, worse over time. Okay. Um. But yeah, well, it would be funny if you, you know, after what we have long with three years we've known each other now, three and a half years after all these like, oh, Blakey, fucking, yeah, like I could be maybe I'm the one to identify your body. Maybe I'm sort of like the closest one there. Maybe it's on tour or something. You die at like the Gage Roads Brewery, and then I, I just sort of have to top I've, ten most likely places <laughs> you'll find Luke Kidgel's dead body. Also, top ten fucking <laughs> most preferred. Yeah. <laughs> Like, they'll be like, is this your friend Luke? And I'll be like, lift up the cat. Like, yeah, that's him. <laughs> She's on the other foot now, isn't it, Ken? <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Um, but with old people, I'm like, I think it's because I don't have any grandparents in my life anymore. Like, all of them have gone. So you, there's no empathy whatsoever towards nah, them? Like, grandma was the last one. Like, yeah. I'd just sit in her room and then... Like she gave me some value because she'd like lost her marbles a little bit and then uh, like she would just – like she was the nicest woman ever but as soon as she lost her marbles, she would like call the nurses fat. <laughs> like within earshot of them. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. And then, but I mean it's not good because it, it's 
like I've I've seen old old people do that, and you just have to be like, you can't do that. Yeah, but because they're gonna die soon, they don't care. Yeah, no. Do, do, do you know what happened? Like two days before my pop died, he was in the nursing home, and he had really he was like obviously on his last legs, so like he was really losing it. And then uh, the the nurse who he absolutely despised brought him in a hot cup of Milo like 11 p.m. to like sort of like relax him a little bit and he was just like I think he knew he had like not much time he just hated this nurse so much that he just threw this boiling cup of hot Milo on this nurse and they had to call the police and escort him out of the nursing home yeah that's like genuinely assault yeah yeah pretty good what do you do do you know rest do you arrest like, can you get arrested two days before you die at that age? No. No, I don't. I think they just took him out and then maybe just like calmed him down and stuff like that. And then chucked him in the back of the divvy van, made him stay the night in the cop house. Yeah. You know, to sober him up a bit. <laughs> yeah. After, after his Milo, he was, yeah. on a, he was on a malt high. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. But like, what a way to go out. Yeah. On the plane, uh, like, Reese and I, like, yeah, Blake just goes, oh, God, fuck, I hate old people. And Reese and I, like, just can you just relax? Like you don't have to say it so loud. And Blake, no empathy. Just goes what? Like they can fucking hear me. <laughs> <laughs> but then you get like a really sweet, lovely old person. Yeah, like, like we we're just crossing the train tracks over there, and this woman was sort of, sort of, just in her own words, dawdling along, and we were like, oh, this is gonna be a bit. You know, you can't because it's rude to squeeze past them. Yeah. And then she was like, I'll just get out of the way of you. So I'll just dawdle a bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's all right. She got a bit of a chuckle out of Blakey as well. It was yeah. pretty good. Because it was such a, it was, I had to use a big word. I'm sorry to wow our listeners, but uh, it was quite a juxtaposition. It wasn't it ever. Uh, between you on the plane and two hours later, you you went from fuck I had old people to giggling at a sweet old lady and going, oh. Thank you. <laughs> it was nice. Uh, but, yeah, a good trip to Tassie. We did Hobart, uh, Launceston, uh, backstage Launceston. There was a um, – it's, it's just so weird. I feel like some – it's such a mixed bag venue-wise. Like some venues are state-of-the-art modern theatre mm. and Launceston had a pair of used undies. And uh, when I say used, I mean – used heavily worn in mm-hmm. unwashed underpants just on the floor of the green room when we walked in yeah a lot of questions got asked none got answered oh absolutely not if anything it became like a, a game of cluedo like who, who's who who was it yeah we were trying to uh figure out which staff member um was free balling yeah. <laughs> essentially and uh look obviously it's no point like submitting our guesses to the blt heads because they have no information as to who it was what they looked like mm. but i have my suspicions yeah we both landed on a number one suspect and um yeah, yeah. i'm confident yeah <laughs> but uh yeah it was good uh what else oh there's something else i was gonna say oh dude i had a weird i don't know if you heard this bit of the show uh first time it's ever happened i often just ask who has a weird job or whatever first time i've ever had uh, a girl say she was a dominatrix right. which is like uh where you Guys or whoever, I guess. I was surprised you didn't know what that was. No, you know what? I thought it was – so I I got it wrong. I thought it was like um, – I'd heard of the term financial dominatrix, which is right. I don't think the, the right way to put that. It's where like girls will just send guys – like 
you know, guys online with those, you're like, I need to buy these shoes. Give me the fucking money now in five minutes. And guys get off on like sending uh, people money, yeah. like for kicks. Like they'll just send girls like or pay for buy things for them. Yep. And that's like a kink in itself. And someone wants to be like, oh, yeah, that's like called fin- financial dominatrix. And then I just, I'll be honest, man, I'm not really thinking about like blokes getting kicked in the balls for kicks often. Mm, so no. then. And then a little bit of me was like, oh, is dominatrix like kind of like bondage? I know it was something to do with like being punished, but I didn't know like on what end. But it turns out this girl, she doesn't do anything really sexual with her people. She just like pu- like punishes them. Right. Like she was like, I just I like, she said 600 bucks an hour to for her to like kick someone in the balls. What the fuck? Yeah. But like, yeah, I, I, it's just something I'll never understand. Of just like so much, just to get, just to feel like the worst pain imaginable. It's a worse habit than cocaine. Yes, because like I was trying to think of something else that's like just stupid. Because I've I've known people who who like had a drug habit, mm. and once they were like when I was addicted, I was spending. Uh, this guy I know was like I was spending eight hundred dollars a week on cocaine. That's insane. And I was like, that is crazy. And then there's people spending. And because I, I remember thinking that is. Like just financially irresponsible and stupid. Six hundred dollars an hour to get kicked in the balls. But how long can you take a ball kicking? That's has to be one kick. One time I got hit in the nuts with a basketball when I was in grade six, and I mean that, like, I never again. Mm -mm. And then my friend made it his MSN. Uh, tagline for three months afterwards saying, ha ha, I kick Luke in the balls with a basketball, lol, ruffle. <laughs> so, yeah, I still remember that shit. That's pretty fucked, man. Yeah, I, I got a footy like kicked into me like in primary school and I think it like, I think it's maybe the reason I can't have kids now. Like I remember that. I remember not being able to breathe for like three minutes. Yeah, it's probably like, also the... um. Cystic fibrosis. I had to bring it up again. <laughs> There's another reason it's playing on God. <laughs> Sorry, man. No, it's fine, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the, the thing that I guess the difference between me and then a person who, who is into that is I didn't ask my friend Stefan um, if he could come back the next day and do it for an hour and I pay him. No. Imagine if I was like a little, little grade six kid like, oi, man. I'll buy you like four TNT sours and a hot dog if you kick me in the nuts again, please. <laughs> I need this. But how do you develop this? Like, I guess obviously it, maybe it just comes from like abuse or whatever. I, or to be honest, I didn't really go into it. It was so weird. Yeah, no. It's always weird when you get a sex worker in the crowd because like everyone in the crowd's like, oh, this is going to be juicy. But I'm like, it happens a fair bit. And it's, it's always it, just like you got to tiptoe. It comes off more sad than anything, I think. Not for them, but like when she's speaking of her clientele. Yeah, and it also just comes off as like you don't want to say something that's like disrespectful or, you know, or, or even like talking down. Like it's one of those professions that like it actually is hard to make fun of because you kind of just come off like a dick. Yeah. I'd rather just like, you know, well, you got to treat them equally though. Like, I make fun of accountants. Why can't I make fun of them? Yeah. You know, I was making fun of her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She gets, she gets paid well enough where you can take a joke. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I just don't get how you take that to your tax man at the end uh, at the end of every financial year. Like imagine going to your tax man for the first time and him just being like, oh, you get quite a bit of money like per week, like 600 bucks an hour. What do you do? 
I kick, kick or kick people in the nuts. Yeah, but I think there's they also do other stuff. Like yeah. there'd be, I'm sure there'd be whips involved. Mm. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder where you draw the line. Like if you're really into it, like is a shotgun to the foot off limits? <laughs> like how far would people take it to come? Yeah. Like because imagine getting so into that kink, like you get so deep into just being abused over and over and yeah. that's the only thing that can make you get off. By the end, you're just like, like what? Just suspended from the ceiling. Become a professional wrestler. Like imagine Triple H just fucking sledgehammering you in the ACL. You'd be like, oh, I love playing this game. <laughs> Do you reckon that's half of them? Maybe, yeah. I don't get – yeah, I just don't get people who cho- willingly yeah. choose to put themselves through pain. Turn into the Royal Cumble. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs> uh, Tyler, missing out on a good F, buddy. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, do you reckon we should get into the who's the weirdo? Yeah, but can I say one more thing about old people? Yeah. Because I've just thought of something pretty funny about – um. Uh, <laughs> um, about like old people in my family losing their marbles. Mm. I remember when I one of the it was like a year before my grandma passed away. I I went into her room, and you know how they like try to like zhuzh up old people's nursing home rooms, give them a bit of personality and stuff like that. They put like a laminated sign up uh, of like about my grandma and about her life. And they put this like old picture of grandma on there. Had a lot of fun facts about her and her life. And it was a lot of stuff that I didn't know. So they obviously just like went in and asked my grandma a lot about her life. Because she had like short term dementia but could still remember like all of her childhood. And I was like, oh, this is really interesting hearing about my grandma. Just like, oh, yeah, that's where she went to school. That's where she was born. Oh, that's where she was. She was born on like the day that um, Darwin got bombed by uh, Japan. Oh, right. So her dad had to like leave like the – because he was in the – he was helping out, so he had to go to Darwin or he's in Darwin on the day of her birth. And all that was really interesting. And then it just comes to first pet and it was just the N-word. Yeah. Like the, the pet's name. The pet's name was the N-word. Was it a cat or a dog? It was a dog. It was a uh, black Labrador. <sighs> and I looked at that and I went, someone who will – I was like, one of the nurses has has typed this up, printed this out, laminated it, <laughs> so it is it is so much harder to destroy. Yeah, well, that's when blue you know. tacked it on to my grandmother's wall, <laughs> and it now sits next to Eddie Maguire every day at five p.m. <laughs> that's when, <laughs> that's when you know that like a. You're in a nursing home that's in the country, yeah, or b. They're not proofreading what they're laminating. Nah. So, um, where the dog park, that wouldn't fly. No. Different time, huh? Yep. Jesus Christ. How insane is that? Yeah. Sometimes it's like, like that's why immortality is a curse. Like yep. people always go, I want to live forever. I'm like, no, you don't. Oh, it's good that people die. I'm not saying it's good, by the way, that your grandma died, but I'm just, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's it's good that we have a bit of turnover in ethics and morals, and yeah. and hopefully, well, to, to be fair to grandma, it was probably her parents. Yeah, she did wouldn't have named it. No, no, but like, but still, clearly, um, someone must have asked her. Yep. Uh, do you remember your first pet's name? Yep. And she must have been like. 
and the <laughs> and the and the and obviously the when she told uh, the nursing staff that at the uh, the old people's home in Coral, where they were just like, oh yeah, and typed that down. It's wild, insane. Um, so yeah, I mean, <laughs> that could be a who's the weirdo in itself. Um, it's yeah, probably the the dog. No, <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, but who's the weirdo? It's the first. Um, this is a very formal submission via email. Oh, really? I usually get them via DM, but they send it to my like my actual email. Like they found your email. Yeah. Well, not my actual actual email. My the the one that's associated with your Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So uh, this comes from uh, Georgia. Um. Weird spelling of Georgia as well. G O R G I A. No E in there. Oh. Is that weird? G O R. That's Gorgia. Yeah. 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 Who's the weirdo? Your fucking mum. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Blake. I have an argument that needs to be settled. My partner is right into his teeth care, he flosses every night. This is all well and good, but the way he does it is so disgusting. The first issue is that he does it in bed lying down next to me and scrolls Instagram reels. First weird point, you scroll Instagram reels. So now while I'm trying to wind down for bed, I have to listen to him picking at his teeth, but that's not where the argument comes in. My second issue is what he does with the chunks of food he removes from in between his teeth. I personally rinse rinse off any of the food chunks under my tap in the bathroom sink before continuing. My partner, on the other hand, in full capitals in the email, sucks the chunks off the floss and continues on flossing. Oh. So my question is who's, who is the weirdo? Because my partner believes that this is a normal thing to do and I am the weirdo for thinking it's disgusting. His reasoning is that it is just good that – it is just good he's eaten, so it's not as gro- it's not gross at all. Honestly, I find it repulsive. What if it was a chunk of food from breakfast? It's been sitting in your mouth for twelve hours or more, getting all gross and stuff. Is this a normal flossing habit, or is he the weirdo? Kind regards, Georgia. P.S. Love the potty boys. Keep up the ripper content. Uh, Georgia, uh, thank you very much for the submission. Unfortunately, you've contacted the wrong member of BLT. If you thought that someone was gonna uh, side with you on this because um, Blake uh, Blake has a high tolerance to gross shit. Yeah. Um, this is a man that uh, in the last couple of weeks has been busted or ordering KFC mashies. Hi. Uh, and then, <laughs> it's coming out now because I'm trying to – this is, uh, I would say, on, the, on par with the grossness. This isn't as bad. What you did. Yeah, what I did isn't as bad. Okay, so KFC mashies are like what? They're, they're just potato, aren't they? Yeah, potato balls, and they're fucking horrific. Deep fried potato balls. Uh, this man <laughs> kept them in his fridge for forty eight hours and then reheated them and then ate them. Yeah, look, <laughs> is that not the same kind of like level of just eating recycled food? What this guy is doing? No, it's not. I'll agree it's disgusting and it was a low point in my week. But um, but there, it was just – I don't know why I did it. 
I just, yeah. I'll, I'll admit, I was the weirdo in that situation and I won't be doing it What's the it difference again. between two-day-old KFC potato and your own plaque? <laughs> Both just white goop. <laughs> is, is there really a difference? Like, if you put two and two on a table, I couldn't fucking tell you. <laughs> I'd be like, i look at the plaque like that's probably like a one-day-old mashie and that's a two-day-old mashie. <laughs> Bad, but... You know, kid, but like plucking it out of your teeth and then going, oh, <laughs> that is fucking disgusting. You're running your lips along the floss. Like imagine like he, he, he does it like when you lick the spoon, like when you're cooking, like yeah. icing. I imagine he like licks his and he just goes, like runs his tongue up the whole bit of floss. That's how I'm imagining him do it. Yeah. It's not. I, I completely, everyone's on your side here, Georgia. No one's yeah. siding with. I mean, maybe there's like some just grotty some person listening to this like, what? It's not, you know, or is that weird? It's probably one. Yeah. Ah, it shouldn't, this shouldn't be the moment in your life. If you do do this, I don't know anyone who would ha- do do. Um, if this is the thing you do, I don't think it's like, this shouldn't be the first time you've been like, oh, is that weird? Yeah. If we've brought this to your attention and you've never even questioned it, I'm trying to think of anything like, Gross that I do, really. Um, I bite my nails. I guess sometimes. I bite my nails as well. But like that's not that's it. not. It is gross. Like there's dirt and shit under there. That's definitely gross. Yeah. Um. But I don't like um. You know what some people do? They'll clean their nails with their teeth. Like you know the bit under. I've watched people go like that, and they'll get the dirt. And I always think like, what? But the, the dirt's just in your mouth now. Yeah, that's disgusting. They're just eating dirt. That's weird. And that's like, it's kind of like the mashie. It's like you're storing it under your nail for two days and you're going, oh, this is still good. <laughs> um, I know someone in my life very close to me that I'm not going to, I'm not going to name them because I already feel bad enough about bringing it up just <laughs> as it is. But what they'll do, um, what they'll do is. Uh, Sorry, Blake just mouthed to me who it is. <laughs> <laughs> so what they'll do is like, will be. Uh, They'll walk to the kitchen and they'll get a fork out of the kitchen and then they'll just sit down with the fork and then they'll use the fork as like a back scratcher. <laughs> well, then they put the fork in the dishwasher or will they return the fork to the like the drawer? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen it happen now that I don't live with them anymore. Um, um, and that could be anyone. I've had roommates before that I, I'm not – I'm not narrowing it down to any particular person, but um, if you're listening, uh, you know who you are, <laughs> and and so does your husband. Huh? <laughs> you dog. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty gross. I don't know. Yeah, I, little things like that that you see people doing is no good. It's uh, I'm trying to think of. Yeah, that, that, I don't know. I don't do anything. I think I'm like a relatively clean person. Mm. And no, no one on our tour group does anything that weird. Not that I've seen, no. I must be hiding it well. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, Georgia, you are not the weirdo. He is the weirdo, 100%. Um, yeah. yeah. Did you have one? Nah. All oh, right. Well, they didn't send it back. Oh, that's not good. Um can I can I put in a bit of a hot take that I've had over the past couple of weeks now that the Matildas are out of the cup? Oh, this is going to be controversial. 
No, well, it's not. There is absolutely no shade to the Matildas here. Okay. This is a swing at the Australian public, myself oh. included. Go ahead. Um, I think the reason the Matildas did not win the World Cup is because we all got a bit ahead of ourselves. We had not <laughs> even made the semifinals and we were already pretty much just saying, fuck me, the public holiday is going to be good. Yeah, a lot of chat about the public holiday. Yeah. If you make it to the world final, I that's when the chat should start. Just like, oh, if we win, do we get a public holiday? Don't do it when you're in the quarterfinal. Yeah, we watched the final last night. Uh, Spain looked good. And England, the, the, against England, who beat us? And I was watching that like, oh, I don't think we would have won. Like, they're g- g- congrats to the Matildas. They exceeded all expectations. Yeah. No one's denying that. Incredible achievement. And what they did for uh, sport in general and obviously particularly women's sport, incredible. Mm. Um, but I'm looking at that Spanish team like, these, these girls are fucking good. I literally I was sitting there watching. Um, this is how like, little I know about uh, soccer. Yeah. I was on the couch and I just go to Reese, who's super into it. And I go, fuck me. And he goes, what? And I go, these girls are good at soccer. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, man, it's the World Cup. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> fuck, but I've done the same. I remember watching like, I'm not just saying that because they're women, by the way. I was watching the men's NRL grand final and I was like, fuck, these blokes are real good at rugby. Yeah. <laughs> because, I was, you know, sports you don't consume much. Yeah. Every time the Olympics is on, I'm just like, God, this bloke's really good at kayaking. Holy shit. I could never do it that good. <laughs> I'm so amazed. And like the shooting especially yeah. in the Olympics, you're like, wow. Like clay targets. Yeah, I, that clay target was ages. I can barely see it on TV. Yeah. How did you see it like in front of you? Yeah. <laughs> i got a pretty big TV. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that wasn't a brag. It was more of a <laughs> – I was just trying to, you know – Give them the – whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I understand what you mean. I don't think it was – Mate, if they put professional cock sucking in the Olympics, you'd be fucking gold medalist every year. You'd, you'd be, be the Ian Thorpe of sucking – well, not the Ian <laughs> Thorpe of sucking cock, but Ian Thorpe He's got that Ian down Thorpe pat as well, I think. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I got what you mean. Yeah, I, I, I go the extra mile. I'm, I'm taking out four to five ribs yeah. per cage. <laughs> As ten ribs, <laughs> it'd be it. I I think like who would the pull? It'd be like you know how they like introduce the runners. It's like and from Denmark, fucking what? Uh, and they're just like whatever fucking IKEA name you can fucking put well, towards Sweden. But anyway, <laughs> ah. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Um, it'd just be the dick sucking lineup. It'd be like alrighty, and uh, coming in from Australia, Luke Kidgel, and then it'd be like yeah. You'd see like keg in the background holding up signs and stuff like that. And it'd be like, and uh, from the United States, Marilyn Manson. <laughs> and then it'd just go through and then just like, who else would be on there? Who's a good dick sucker? Oh, their own dick. Yeah. Um, uh, I think it's someone really arrogant. I actually, I, I genuinely probably think. Maybe the whole BLT lineup would be in there. Yeah, I feel like we'd do like a, some kind of relay. Mm. Yeah, I don't know how that would work. Like where you have to suck yourself off to completion, then you tag the next person. <laughs> no, what you have to do, you have to suck. You suck your own cock so hard it falls off and you use that as a baton to the next person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I'm sure your parents are delighted listening to this episode. Mm. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, that's why I put the fork bit in so, so they'd stop listening. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um yeah look um yeah what a I don't, I don't know what were we talking about before this the matildas the matilda okay yeah um i'm glad i'll be honest i'm glad you didn't come on and trash him because i've literally a few weeks ago i can't deal with this kind of controversy uh controversy i can't say the word a controversy like a few weeks ago when the Taylor Swift hype was going around when she announced her big world tour. Mm. Obviously, there's constant Taylor hype. But yeah. when she the tickets came out, there was a week in Australia where it was just mania. I guess it was around the world. Yeah. And Meg came on out, like Luke and Meg, the other podcast, and was like, I can't stand her. I don't like her. I don't see the appeal. And I just thought you were just going to go on a tirade then. This is me. Yeah, against the Matildas. And I was like, I can't do this again. I can't sit here. Oh, no, I would never slam the Matildas. It's a it's an amazing effort that – because Spain and England especially, they're two like soccer's their main – Oh, yeah, know. for a country that just realised we had a soccer team. Yeah. Like, like you grow up as a kid in Australia and it's like you, you either go Oz kick, Milo cricket, swimming. And tennis then, is more popular. Tennis. I mean, look, no, it's getting popular. Like yeah. my dad teaches at a primary school and he's like, it's soccer's getting popular. A lot of kids are playing soccer now at recess. He's like, but when we were at school, it, we kind of sometimes played it, not that much. Uh, yeah. like, and then up north, if you go like east coast of Australia, it's like rugby is the big thing. And But yeah, we don't. It's it's our probably third most popular code of football. Um, like no one really goes to the game still. Like the A League's not very popular. No. There'll be someone like who goes there that's getting infuriated. Like no, I went and there was like a thousand people there, or whatever. Yeah. But it's not is it not not to the same scale as to what like AFL or even rugby. Actually, I feel like apparently no one goes to the rugby. No, like, but everyone watches it on TV still. Yeah, yeah, I can't never got around rugby. Yeah, but for a country that just doesn't give a flying fuck about the sport, we've exceeded all expectations. Yeah. We're a very sport-consuming country. Yeah, we, we are also, I mean, maybe, oh, I think it's every culture, but ours particularly, massive bandwagoners. Yeah, like, yeah. we love to get on a hype train. Yeah. Like, the, the, like, as soon as, like, we start going well and swimming at the Olympics, all of a sudden everyone's going, did you see the breaststroke? And you're like, you don't give a shit about nah. breaststroke for the other four years of the year. Yeah. No, you just like what you just like us getting gold medals. Yeah. You're like hearing the fucking song on the tally when they raise the flag. <laughs> yeah. But it is not like I think that, but I honestly, the once every four years thing, I like it because I'm as a casual fan of a lot of those sports, I don't want to be thinking about them all the time. No. Nah. Like the fact that the World Cup's every four years, I'm like, good. I, I need three years off. Yeah. Now. I, yeah, I can't be stressed about a backstroke every week. Yeah, like I love watching it, the Olympics and the Commonwealth Games. That's thing, you get a slight resurgence when the Commonwealth Games are on the, every second mm. year. But it's just like as soon as that, you're like, good, great. They get a bit of TV coverage. Like, and then you just like get back in the pool. We don't give a fuck. Yeah. Just keep training. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a brutal profession. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Um, but yeah. I like that we're also like, yeah, but also we tour every year, so keep getting your tickets. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's very hypocritical. <laughs> oh, I have a uh, – God, this is going to be a real f- throwback for for those OG BLT heads. I have an update from a story we did – when was – It was after we got 
a little too intoxicated. It must have been a few months ago because I haven't, I haven't done that in a while. No. Early, not, no, early July. It was probably only like eight weeks ago. <laughs> I've not really been – I've not really had many nights where since then I've like decided to like have a big night. I realised I accidentally – oh, bar one beer we had, I think I – I think we, we went out on the 1st or 2nd of July that night and since then I realised I accidentally did the rest of dry July accidentally – I yeah. just was busy. I was touring and doing, going to all these shows and like, I don't know, I just got shit to do. Yeah, I had a beer here and there. And but then we got... had one beer at the Dev- at Devonport Airport and then I realised like, oh, that ruined it. Yeah. But I forgot. Yeah. But I also wasn't trying to do it either. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, no, I haven't had – you guys were shocked yesterday at the Whaler when we all got beers at like – Tw- at like midday And then you, you guys all got your second one And I just got a coke I just, Yeah it is concerning when like You come back with a coke and I go You alright mate is something Is there anything bothering you <laughs> Like <laughs> it's, it's, it's more of a statement about you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But you were sick though Yeah I was sick yeah So that's why I knew that something was up Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good that's fair um, But yeah if you remember in that episode uh, I had a very embarrassing encounter with my girlfriend's brother's girlfriend, also named Zoe. So this is the night that Blake got kicked out of the Exford. Yeah. And then I get home, I go to sleep and I wake up the next day. By the way, a BLT listener uh, works there. At the Exford? Yeah, because I got a message a few weeks after that episode and they were like, hey, you and Blake should come to the expert tonight. I work there and no matter how drunk you are, I promise I won't kick you out, which they definitely shouldn't have said. <laughs> I just realized when I said that out loud. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I, I love social experiments. <laughs> what are you doing tonight? <laughs> um, yeah, but I, we get kicked out. We got very drunk. And then if you remember that episode, I talked about how I woke up um, immediately feeling the need to spew and then had to bolt to the bathroom. And as I opened the bathroom door, uh, my uh, we called her Zoe 2, who I'd never met before, was in the bathroom. And I a little bit of vomit got on the ground. And then uh, I, I, scr- I scrambled past her and just go... <laughs> and it was the most embarrassing encounter I've ever had with someone in my entire life. Because you've so. never met uh, your... Girlfriend's brother's partner. No. So uh, cut to about a week ago. Yeah, this would have been about a week ago now. And then I get to Zoe's house with Zoe and uh, in the lounge room are uh, uh, her brother and Zoe too. And then Zoe walks in. I hear them talking. I'm still putting my bags down in Zoe's room and I'm like, oh, my God, Zoe too's here. Fuck. I've literally – Every time I go to Zoe's, I th- before that I'd thought about like I don't I don't really want to I don't want to do this. You're just hoping you go the rest of your life without ever bumping into her again. Yes. Yeah. You're like first time you meet is at the wedding or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, and then me and Zoe like go to the bathroom to brush our teeth and stuff like that. And Zoe was just like, oh, I've still got to like get stuff ready, like do my hair and stuff like that. So just go back to my room. And then I was like, No, I don't want to go back to your room. And she was like, Why? And I was like, I just don't want to walk back by myself. <laughs> she was like, what the fuck is your problem? And I was like, because Zoe's there. 
And she was like, well, you're going to have to face this at some point. And I was like, yeah, I know, but. But not now. No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I literally reverted into like an eight-year-old kid. I was like, I don't want to. <laughs> and then I, I just have to like, I trudge out and I go, oh, fuck's sake. And then uh, they're just on the couch in the lounge room where I have to walk past to get back to Zoe's room. And, I'm like, and I'll just go, I walk past and go, hello. Um, and then I stop myself. I was about to just like, just say hello and not acknowledge it. And then I was like, no, nah, okay, just be strong, okay? Be strong. Just be a big strong boy and I just go, Zoe, can I – I'm just – I am so sorry for the incident a couple of weeks ago. And she was like, oh, no, that that's totally fine. And I was like, it was the most embarrassing moment of my life and I've thought about it probably five times a week since it's happened. And she was like, no, no, don't worry. Like, it's I totally understand. Um, and then she gave me an update that I – do not remember whatsoever. She was like, I was honestly quite impressed. And I was like, at what? Like, what do you, what do you mean? Like, what was impressive about anything I did? And she was like, you came out of the bathroom after spewing your guts up. And then like, you were obviously just so sick, but you were still like, oh, and still tried to engage me in lovely small talk conversation. So apparently I walk out of the bathroom just like – Are you still oh. drunk at this point? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and apparently I just yeah. – But uh, that's never happened to me. Yeah. Like I don't get how people go, I woke up drunk. It's weird. Yeah. How? It's been like what, five hours since your last drink? Six hours? Maybe, yeah. How is that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> and then apparently I walked out of the bathroom just like white top – just kind of like, just kind of in my undies, probably. And I was just like, Hey, how are you? <laughs> so, how you been going? <laughs> and like, it doesn't even make sense how you've been going. I've fucking never met you <laughs> like before in my life. And she was like, Yeah, you were asking me like all these questions. <laughs> and I was like, What do you mean? And she was like, You're asking me like, like how I am, like, how's Jack? Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, Oh, okay. So, like, it's good to see, like, even at my lowest point, I can still. Yeah. Yeah. That's more social skills than you usually have. Yeah. I'm very impressed. It's almost like I have to like sink myself to the lowest point and then to like bring myself up, I have to like show yeah. any form of decency with another human being. Yeah. If Blake ever makes eye contact with you, he's at rock bottom. Yeah. Pretty much is like <laughs> yeah. the moral of that story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's great. Um, but yeah, that was the update. So uh, now I'm not uh, as embarrassed about it. That's good. I mean, it wasn't – it was pretty bad, but it's not that bad. Nah. Oh, man, Blake did his first uh, sold out show at the Comics Lounge. That was cool. That was cool. Yep, it was pretty good. Someone drew me a drawing. So, Tyler, thanks for the drawing. Really, pre- Thanks for drawing Zoe a, uh, a drawing as well. Really appreciate that. Was the person's name Tyler? Yeah, spelt – the one you talked to, the T-Y-L-L-A. Yeah, Spell right. It. Oh, yeah, I met them. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, was yep. that the uh, hot mum? Uh, ye, one of them, yeah. Yeah. I asked yeah. on stage, uh, long story short, I was trying this new thing, had prompts in a hat on a bucket and I was pulling out people's prompts. It was weird. I'm probably, I don't know if I'm going to keep doing it. But anyway, I was like, one of them was like, who was the hottest mum in? And there was a mum in the front that had like blues brother style, like sunglasses on. Yeah. Like, Looked like she was about to save the jazz industry. Yes, like she had like dark Ray-Bans in the front row at a comedy show indoors. Mm. 
the lights are not in her face, they're in my face. There's no need for sunglasses inside. Yeah. So I walked on stage and went, oh, I think that person's blind. Yeah. And kind of dumb in my head because like no, I've never seen a blind person dress like a cartoon caricature of a blind person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, no one, no, blind people would just wear more subtle sunglasses or, or maybe not even yeah. wear sunglasses at all, right? And I just thought, oh, that person's blind. And then they were just like, she was like, yeah, my mom's hot. And I looked at her mum and she's like, yeah. And then the mum just I realized that she was making eye contact with me. And I went, oh, are you not – like this is in front of 450 people. I went, oh, are you not blind? <laughs> And no one else can see that she's wearing sunglasses because she's at the front. So the whole crowd's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, so I thought you were blind for 10 minutes. Yeah. So I w- decided not to talk to you. There's nothing I love more than being backstage while you're opening. And then it brings me – like, I know it's not going to give me anything to work off, but I fucking love when, like, you say something that sucks the energy out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> It's like if it's you, my superpower. If you crush on like a really funny, witty crowd work line, I'm like, fuck, good job, Lukey. But if you say something so fucked and everybody hates it, I'm like, oh, he's done it again. Yeah, <laughs> it's it is my nice. specialty. Um, if, but, you, if you like, if you want me for an event to like crush a vibe, mm. just hit me up. I'm so good at. It. I'll just point it like if you want me to MC a wedding or whatever. Yeah. I'll just point at your grandpa and be like, oh, you're not fucking dead already, mate. Yeah. And then I, but I won't be joking. Like, yeah. I just, you know what it is? I have no filter. It's a you problem. could be a vibe sucking dominatrix. Yeah, I could be. Someone could pay you 600 bucks an hour to do that. And I just kill their mood. Yeah. Well, it's kind of what we do anyway, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, it's, yeah, it's just 50 bucks for the hour. Yeah. <laughs> we just work at a discounted rate. Yeah. It's great. Because <laughs> it's, it's like emotional stuff. pain. Oh, yeah. Not physical. Yeah. I, I sucked the vibe out of the whaler. Uh, the other the other day, while while we were waiting for you to get there, it was me, Jack, and Reese sitting there while the girls were at the markets, and then we were talking about our audience, like my comedy audience that comes to my shows, and a lot but, of mine, uh, like you saw it at the lounge, very young crowd. Yeah, the brick pavers are a couple years younger on average than my audience. Yeah, there's oh, there's still a bit of crossover, but mine are definitely younger, and you can sometimes feel it in the room, and that's fine. Right, so but that's uh, what mine used to be. They, yeah, your audience just grows with you. I'm just, I'm five years older than you. Yeah, exactly. Wait, how old are you? Twenty one. Oh, what still? Yep. Was your twenty first like less than a year ago? Yep. Ah, oh, great night. Great night. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, was, I'm six years older than you. That makes. I'm oh, sorry. I was just having an existential crisis. Oh, just, you sorry. can continue. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, man. I was just um doing my specialty, sucking the, the vibe. fucking vibe. <laughs> did it to myself <laughs> um and then uh we're at the whaler just talking about how how young they are and i'm like yeah they're like 18 but a lot of my tiktok comments are like like a good chunk of them are like oh my god i'm 15 can't wait to come to your show when i'm legally allowed to by mandated state law you're gonna be so successful in three years and that's that's how i should have worded it I should have said it like that because that's exactly what it is. I'm going to be successful with my paying audience when they are illegally allowed to come to my comedy performances. Mm-hmm. That is the legal way I sort of shared it. I was in a packed outdoor pub in Tasmania and I was just like, oh, yeah, Jack, I'm really going to peak when they turn 18. Oh. And then Jack, like instantly Jack went, shut the fuck up. And, I, and then I just looked around and I was like, oh, yeah, 
the fuck? There are a few people here. Yeah. Yeah. You have no self-awareness. No. Absolutely not. No, I'm pretty bad too. Yeah. Not with saying stuff. I'm bad usually at stuff like I do say some real clangers in public sometimes. Um, yep. But often not mine's spatial awareness. Like the amount of times my uh, like Meg or my brother, whoever's with me, like has to rip me out of the way. There's this Thomas the Tank Engine train that drives kids around our local shopping center mm. like as a, an experience and it just like it's it's day i don't know if they do it anymore but it's is it used to be it just used to whip around corners and it used to go like it goes like five kilometers an hour dude the amount of times that i almost got fucking cleaned up by this train Jeez. i'm just like do 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 i'm a little luke weld and then all of a sudden thomas the tank engine's face is just a meter away and someone's throwing me out of the way of a bunch of seven-year-olds. Yeah. You did it at the airport today, I noticed. What? Just you're, get in people's way? You're on your phone and then you like walked in front of a woman and she was like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I just chose not to comment. Oh, thanks. No. Yeah, usually... Because you were in the middle of it and I was like, ah, there's no saving it. Usually it's going to be quicker for you to just get through this moment unknowingly. Fuck her. Ruin her. She was old. So I was like, ruin your day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What am I supposed to do? Not be young and ignorant? Yeah. It's like I'm a youthful guy and I'm always texting. Yeah. So <laughs> what do you want me to do? Fuck off. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. But um, but yeah. That was pretty negative into the episode. Oh. Well. Hang on. I got one last rip. <laughs> All right. Vibe is officially sucked. Okay. That might be a question for the BLT heads for next episode. Um. Like if if you have any stories of like that you want to send through of like what's the hardest you've ever sucked the vibe out of a room, or like yeah what's the worst no even better like what's the worst clanger you've ever done in public? Mm. Um, I don't want to give away an example because it's part of my show, but there's one in my show that I do that was a bad one once. It's a great example. Nah, okay, I'll just do it. I uh, whatever. Uh it's like one time well, like we were talking about. That I, oh, it's like a whole bit. No, I shouldn't spoil it. Okay, no, don't spoil it. I'm trying to think of another example. Okay, the classic example is you see like a bigger person and it's the worst one you can do. And you go like, oh, my God, when are you expecting? Yeah. I'm not pregnant. Yeah. That's brutal. That, it's probably as worse as it gets. Yeah. But something on that level, like I was asking the crowd actually because I tell a story in my show about having an awkward encounter – uh, with a person, oh, for a bit, I started asking audience members, like, "Oh, do you have you ever done an awkward one?" And so many people in the medical industry, they just forget like who they're talking to, and uh. like they'll just go to like they'll s- say turns of phrase, like there'll be someone with no legs, and something will happen, and they'll be like, "Come on, just walk it off." Oh, yeah. You know, it's like that video online. There's like a girl with no arms and she like kicks the karate board like with her foot. Yeah. And then the guy tries to give her a high 10. Yeah. And then it goes, oh, whoops. And then puts one arm down and still, and then goes for a fist bump. Yeah. And then he goes, oh. Yeah. Have you seen the one of the it's brutal. the Paralympic sport event? I'm not sure what this event was, but they had the dude had no arms. He won gold or whatever it was. Mm. And then as part of the prize, they give him a T-SOT watch. They give him. I saw that one during the week. Yeah, yeah, that's all. Yeah, and he took it so gracefully. Yeah, yeah, and they also like have to like they they handed it to a guy with no arms. Yeah, and kind of made him like grab it with his neck. Yeah, like between his neck and shoulder, like that. There's, 
at what point do you realize this is an inappropriate gift? Do you reckon the person, because it's not the person who gave it to him's fault. It's like the Olympic committee or whoever yeah. the fuck organized the prize, right? Whoever the body of that sport was. Yeah. The guy must have been standing there with a watch going, oh God, oh no, yeah. this is going to be bad. Yeah. This is rough. Really good uh, tweet from Dylan Elcott during the week, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great sense of humor. Yeah. Um, those that don't know, he's a he's a he's a wheelchair athlete from Australia. Yeah. Um, he was like, "Good luck to the Matildas." Um, uh, so and so, girls, if you're tired out there, I've got two uh, unused calves ready to go that you can use. It's pretty good. Very good. Very Classic good. stuff. Um, yes, yeah, send in your clangers. Yeah, I want to hear them. The, the more awkward, the better. Honestly, yeah. I don't even want to be laughing. I want to be fucking dying of cringe. Yeah. Full detail. I want to describe people's reactions. Have you ruined a family? You know? Yep. Christmas dinner is a great one. Oh, it's always good. Always good to the relatives. Um, yeah, whatever you can think of, send it through. When have you said something uh, to a stranger or a friend that you'll uh, never live down? Great. Thanks for tuning in uh, to BLT. Do you have any last remarks? Uh, nah. Okay. All right. I actually, I just want to say before we end. Yeah. I thought you did really good, man. Thanks, man. I, dude. Maybe this is what I needed. What? What are you talking about? Like, cause you talk today. Yeah. Maybe this is what I needed. Yeah. Maybe this would bring me out of my shell. <laughs> Sixteen <laughs> episodes into my <laughs> my charting podcast, <laughs> your podcast. You're also a professional comedian. You talk for a living. And you're like, guys, I'm finally getting out of my comfort zone. <laughs> <laughs> oh god um you performed to two thousand people on the weekend and you were like this podcast really did it i think <laughs> um but yeah blt heads um obviously um would be funny to make this the most popular episode of the podcast um just so you can throw it in tyler's face next week um so if we could do that that'd be great great thank you hit the outro Like the sandwich.